Hello and welcome back to the Pretty Little Podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Phoebe. And I'm Caroline. <laughs> and um, today we are going to be recapping season two, episode four of the Pretty Little Liars. I think it's called Blind Dates. And I remember yeah. this so viscerally because of your reaction <laughs> to the title. You're like, that is so messed up. Rock Phoebe, her freaking core. I stand core. by it to my freaking core. Yeah, rotten to the core. Guys, I had an amazing weekend. Do you want to hear about it? Good. I didn't <laughs> do much. Go ahead. Oh, thank God. Then thank you. Phoebe and I switch off. Like, she has an eventful weekend, and then I do, and then... Mm, it's very you know, deliberate. It's deliberate. It's like we, we have a Google Calendar. We have a Google of our, Calendar. Of our social nice. lives. It's like, oh, I'm sorry, I can't. Phoebe's busy that night. <laughs> you know, like I'm in Pittsburgh. Someone asked me to go out. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I can't. Phoebe's like going to the bar. Speaking They're like Phoebe's in Nashville. I'm like, yes. Um, <laughs> what are my conspiracies? Um, You don't think space is real. But oh, I guess to you, that's not that's a conspiracy. That's not a conspiracy. No, that's not <laughs> a conspiracy. That's just true. Um, um, that's well, actually, truly. have you seen. Did you see Don't Worry, Darling? Not yet. <gasps> I need to go to the movie theater. I know I have a lot of movies I want to see, but I did. Don't worry, darling, is the first movie I've seen since Cruella, which I saw like four times oh, in theaters. Cruella was so good. That and like In the Heights were the last movies I saw, I believe. Wow. But I actually thought it was really good. And in Harry Styles' defense, like it did feel like a movie, like a real <laughs> go to the theater film. Oh my it god. Did. And Maybe okay. I'll go see it this weekend. You know what? I'll say it. I didn't think he was that bad of an actor. The way everybody was talking of about it. Of course you would say no, no, that. No, no, no. No, I went in with every expectation of having the ick for him, leaving, th- being like so humiliated to be one of his fans. I didn't think he was that bad. There were some times where I laughed. I was like, oh, I'm just uncomfortable watching him have to act like seriously. Are you blinded? Blinded by what? all the oral sex or something <laughs> well <laughs> let me tell you I, I some people watched away from that movie having the ick for him but i was like <laughs> you oh did not my <laughs> god i'm yeah. actually in love also, also chris pine i know phoebe texts me she's like chris pine is so fucking hot i wish guys still dress like that <laughs> <laughs> i do they look everybody looks so good in the movie uh, well, Florence Pugh is beautiful. Oh, she's gorgeous. And oh, she was gorgeous. obviously incredible. I love her hair that way. I can't wait for you to watch the movie. Next next week, if you, we'll talk about it more once you see it. And we can talk. Well, okay. we'll, we'll preface if we're going to talk about spoilers. But maybe I'll go Friday. It's, I was, it was much better than I thought it was going to be. Because everybody's been like, it's so bad. All the reviews yeah. are so bad. But I, think it was pretty good. I also find that all the reviews are from movie snobs. So it's like, what do you know anyway? It's also like, I feel like they want it to fail. Yes. Everyone wants everything to fail. Against the movie. This is a very popular thing in the world of the arts. Everyone wants everything to fail. And I'm tired heard of it. here first. Tired People of it. are allowed to like things. People and are like, allowed to like things. People are allowed to learn and grow and cha- take it from the Marins. People grow. People change. <laughs> exactly or something but anyway (laughs) yes what did they or something what did everybody ask okay sorry my like 
conspiracies just they just come as they come okay um our thoughts on pretty little liars original sin and the upcoming second season i'm gonna let phoebe take this one because i didn't finish it um i don't i don't know i don't know what they're gonna do for a second season phoebe is not sold on the show i'm just listen but she's going to watch the whole thing (laughs) (laughs) you know me i just like they already revealed everything and told us everything that happened. And to me, there's nothing compelling. Like, I don't care that Skin escaped. Sorry, spoilers. Yeah. I just, like, don't... I don't care now. Because I know yeah. who he is. And I know his his motives. And it's, like... To so me, it's a boy. The only, the only reason I was able to keep watching the original show is because even though they kept... We knew the A-reveals were going to be stupid. It was always a new, like... It, we didn't know who it was the entire mm. time. And like yeah. we weren't just looking for that person. We were getting new motives and new stories every time. So but there was still a compelling element to it. Yeah. I also think that the only person that stands out in the entire cast to me is Mallory Bechtel. And Skin. That's it. Yeah. I guess so. I guess so, I say, as someone who's not watched it. Um, wait, but also someone said... Other shows that we like. And I think we should do like a rapid fire just back and forth until we run out. Okay. You go first. You start. Uh-huh. Parks and okay, Rec. Okay, I'll start. Oh, oh my God. Of course you would start with Parks and Rec. Um, okay. Um, the Secret Life of Whales. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> uh, By Abbott Elementary. Oh, I did start watching that with Anthony. Parenthood is my favorite show ever. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, it's so um, good. Gilmore Girls. Gilmore Girls. Yes. Now, is that a seasonal rewatch for you? Do you? Because yeah, I started. That. I started watching it a couple weeks ago, but then it got really hot. We had like a 100 degree day in Ew, Nashville last wah. week, so I had to turn it off. But it's supposed to be really to chilly this right week, or like really chilly relative to where I am. But yeah, I loved. It's like set, it's been my morning show because I've been a morning person for the past couple weeks, mm-hmm. and so like I'll get back from my walk and sit with my coffee and watch Gilmore Girls. Nice. But I actually just finished the Bling Ring documentary on oh, Netflix. Oh, I haven't watched that yet. And Alexis and Nick are in it. Oh, cool. Like the real ones. Yeah. But they, it's they're like not friends, obviously anymore. So yeah. hearing them like they tell the story, and then they'll the producers will tell the other one how they told the story. Oh my god! And they'll be like, "That is ridiculous." He knows that's. Oh what my god! Oh my god! And apparently, Emma Watson obviously plays Alexis, and she was like, "They made it seem like I was the ringleader of the entire thing in the movie, but she was only part of one robbery." I know, I know. They really like latched onto her and then she got addicted she's addicted she to the drugs the whole time black tar but now heroin she has kids I she's know. two kids and like works she's reformed she's reformed okay another show working moms is good if you haven't watched oh my gosh dead to me new season coming out soon oh my god dead Did to you me see new the season. Wait. no but there's another new season coming out of something sex lives of the college girls oh sex lives of college girls is great wait i'm gonna go look at my Let's just go rapid fire a few more. How to get away with murder. Anything Shonda Rhimes, always. Great British Baking Show. Oh, but a seasonal rewatch for me is Grey's Anatomy. I won't get all the way through it, but it is like, I don't know why. I think because I watched it the first time in the fall that it like, 
I don't know, makes me nostalgic. Um, Good Girls. Mm. So good. I love a real, like Killing Eve. I love like a strong female lead show. Yeah. But not just a comedy. Yeah. Like I don't love The Good Place. Really? I didn't love the, I didn't love it until it really picked up. But like, which is when, you know, like I feel like I really stuck it out. Okay. Well then no, I don't agree. Cause I watched like seasons and seasons of it. Oh, well there are only four seasons. Okay. I watched like three of them. So that's seasons and seasons. America's Next Top Models, I problematic rewatch. Vampire Diaries. Yeah. Selling Sunset. Selling Sunset, Bling Empire. I will have those on over and over and over again. Don't care. Okay, wait, my guilty pleasure show, All American. Mm. Oh. Oh my God, have you watched it? I'm obsessed with it. I don't think so, but right now I literally can't think of any TV that I watch. I know. I'm a rewatch queen too. And like I just finished Gossip Girl, which was big for me. I've been watching it since my freshman <sighs> year of college. And Gossip I just have Girl never like stuck such it through. A treat. It's so fucking good. Yeah, I finally finished it. Yay. So. Um, okay, well that should give you guys some good recommendations. You should definitely um definitely watch some of those and let us know what you think. Um, well, I guess we should jump in to the episode. What do you think? Sounds good, but could you do the recap for us? Yes, I can. But it's not going to be good this week. Just get over it. Mine wasn't good last week, so don't worry. Oh, yeah, it was. Don't be such a... (laughs) 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 Okay. Um, So important things to know from last week. So if we remember, Melissa lost her wedding ring. Um, She was freaking out about it. She's been acting super weird. And we know she's been like sneaking off randomly. We think to see Ian because we think Jason DeLaurentis is hiding him next door. Um, We find out in the last episode, she's actually going to see Ren, which is a crazy plot twist. Spencer finds Melissa's wedding ring, takes it to a pawn shop, gets $2,000 and buys Toby a truck because she's so pissed that Toby took a job working in construction for Jason DeLaurentis, which frankly, I think is really weird too. So I guess he's going to go get this other job. He just had to have his own pair of wheels. And as a thank you for Spencer buying him that car, Toby says, I love you so much. And she says it back. So they're officially in love. Emily wrote a fake letter to herself from a Danby scout saying, you'll get a full scholarship if you stay. Um, But she did decide not to give it to her mom. So she ripped it up threw it in the trash but what do you know someone got to it and her mom did get this letter and now believes that Emily is getting this full scholarship gonna find a way for her to stay in Rosewood and Emily like goes back in her trash and sees she sees a note from A saying basically like I need you here if we're gonna keep playing cat and mouse Hannah's dad's back in town um trouble in paradise with him and Isabel and Ashley Marin is capitalizing on that which I hate for her because she can do so much freaking better but she and Tom are flirting and Hannah's like all about it. Hannah's also trying to help Lucas get with this new girl in yearbook club called Danielle. But to do so, she's like saying that she really liked Lucas and wanted to be with him, which I feel like if Lucas heard her say that, he'd be like, well, let's just be together then. Caleb is actually staying with Lucas and he's trying to get Hannah back. We know she knows about the letter and that she told Caleb basically to get out of her life so I don't know, but it was in the recap. So something's going to happen with that. Arya is taking a pottery class with Jenna. Jenna now knows Arya's in the class and feels, I guess, very upset, betrayed, hurt, whatever. 
Um, and we ended last episode with A actually buying Melissa's wedding ring from the pawn shop, even though Spencer said she would be back to get it on Monday. That is, I think, everything you need to know. If there's more, I don't know. Do the work yourself. Here we go. All right. So we open. This is one of this is one of my favorite looks that Spencer wears. I love this. I was praying you weren't going to say Aria. Oh, hell no, not Aria. <laughs> hell on earth is what Aria makes me feel like. like. Literally, who could... She's in Amy Winehouse cosplay right now. Yeah, she looks insane. Um, but Spencer looks so chic. She's wearing her black turtleneck. Her hair has the deep side parts blown out. Her makeup looks good. I love this look for Spencer. I unfortunately don't love this moment for Spencer. I don't know about you. Well, no. She did something stupid. Well, no. And now we all have to yeah. deal with it. And now we all have. And you know what? That is what Aria would say. And now <laughs> I have to deal with this, Spencer. <laughs> so Spencer goes back to the pawn shop to rebuy Melissa's wedding ring. And I mean, we already know A has been in there and bought it. But this fucking guy is being a little bit of a dick, don't you think? Yeah, because number one, he walks in and acts like he definitely recognizes her. But he's like, oh, I am surprised to see you or whatever. And then when he like when she gives the money and the ticket, then he starts acting like he doesn't remember her. And yes. goes and br- he so Spencer gives the ticket and the money and he comes back with a rusty horseshoe. And then he acts Rusty like she should be totally fine about that. Yeah. She's like, I'm sorry, this is, I, I brought in a wedding ring. You know that. He's like, well, this is what it was on the ticket. Like, no, you know that's not what was on the fucking ticket, my dude. She's like, um, you gave me this ticket 48 hours ago. And he's like, well, lots of people came in. And basically that's it. And he's like, if you want to call the police, go for it. Be my guest. And like puts the phone on the counter because he knows she can't. So Spencer goes out. All of the liars have been outside waiting for her. I don't know why they didn't all go with her the first time because this place looks suddenly this place looks like horrifying. I know. The first time I don't I saw remember it, I this like, from last time. Oh, this is like kind of in Rosewood Times Square. That's exactly what I thought. But now all of a sudden there are dumpsters in front of the pawn shop. All these homeless people and they are have, walking around. Yeah, homeless people like picking through the dumpsters. And Aria, Aria, who you would think would be out there like giving hot lunches yes. and blankets. She would say she, she is. Instead, but no. Yeah, she's looking at this homeless man who's picking through dumpster as if she is going to become homeless just by looking at him. <laughs> like she is giving him the dirtiest look I've ever seen. And it's like very out of character, but also very in character. Yeah, it's perfect. If you know what I mean? It's perfect you know, Aria. Perfect Aria. So they meet Spencer outside and she's basically like, oh my God, I actually stole my sister's wedding ring. And it's like, yeah, you did. Like, come on, girl. You did. And you did also, before you realized you weren't going to get it back. Like you had still stolen it. I just want to be clear yeah, about exactly. that. And here's the thing. Like, I, I know that in the outside of the show, this is horrible. But here's what I'm saying for Spencer's sake. She, I don't think she needs it to be quite uh she can feel guilty but she doesn't need to be quite as worried as she is the wedding ring's already lost it's not like oh, yeah. she took it That's from melissa true. off of melissa's finger and now For melissa's realizing it's missing yeah but if it were to turn up you know melissa would immediately like her her mind would immediately go to the worst thing that's true. like in fact she'd probably her mind would probably immediately go to the worst thing which is which actually is also the true thing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is that spencer took to a pawn shop to buy toby something yeah. Like that is probably exactly what Melissa would think. Absolutely. Um, especially when she sees Toby roll up in his new truck. Mm-hmm. And so 
we kind of just brushed over this. I know we mentioned it a second ago, but I do think we really need to dive in deep to what Ari is wearing. Which she has her hair pinned up like Rosie the Riveter, but also Amy Winehouse. And a bandana, of course, tying it together. And she is in a green letterman jacket. But it's not a letterman jacket like one might picture. It's one of those ones that's like shiny material. What is that material called? Uh, um, it's like almost like a type of a leather, but I don't know what I would call it. It's very staticky, but there's for sure probably like an embroidered tiger on the back of it. 100%. What are you doing? Are you looking at how I'm beating you in fantasy football right now? What are you doing? I was just looking at some wedding pictures from the wedding I went to this weekend. My friend Haley got married at the venue that I'm also getting married. It was amazing and beautiful. And she looked so pretty and she just posted pictures and I just can't get enough. Her head's in the fucking clouds today. All right, everybody. Uh, my head is first. in the clouds. I'm having a day. I'm actually having a month. Oh my goodness. Well, Caroline lives with her head, head in the clouds. She's quirky like that. I am eccentric and kooky. Eclectic, Eclectic and kooky, and if you will. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, tomato, tomato. So the girls, did you already talk about the A text? No, I'm just. Are you fucking oh, you're talking about Ari's outfit. I think we covered it. Let's move on to the A text. <laughs> so all the girls get an A text, and they're all like, "Oh for my, my god!" <laughs> <laughs> all their eyes roll out of their heads, and the text is like, "Diamonds are a girl, but girl's best friend. It's my oh. lucky day." And yes. then we have quite the literary moment. Quite the Gatsby moment. But Spencer's the only one that sees it at first. She like, she's, everybody else is And it's is shocking like, that Arya's not. Yes. Well, she's probably like, no, I painted that last week. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, you mean uh, my mural? <laughs> yeah, oh, that old thing. Yeah, it took me about uh, 348 hours. It's uh, a symbolic number. I timed it perfectly. <laughs> it's the number of pages in, in my copy. It's inspired by my favorite. Yeah, it's inspired by my favorite book, um, The Great Gatsby. <laughs> <laughs> I know not many have heard about it. Have you heard? Have you heard of Doctor Ecclesburg? Ecclesburg. Um, is that his name? I think it's Eckleberg. Eckleberg. Same fucking thing. But. <laughs> Sorry <laughs> for just <laughs> mocking you, <laughs> Eckleberg. <laughs> You're being Um, really mean today. I'm not being mean. I'm not being mean. I'm fighting demons. (laughs) (laughs) But so all the girls are standing like a semicircle. And Spencer is like at the at the point of this. And she all the girls are still just like looking around being really calm. And Spencer looks up as if Ian's body is hanging from the wall. Like, that is what, I'm like, what does she, act, is A up there? What does she see? I know. And then I, look I, up I and actually just, did, I was like, what am I about to see? I thought maybe I was going to see, like, a bird, and they were going to think the bird was, like, a government drone. See, anybody with Sent brain cells would know that that's stupid to think. Okay, who's being me now? <laughs> it's you, bitch. <laughs> I'm just saying that was stupid. Oh, my God, still being mean. Being mean, Chuck. <laughs> uh, Phoebe's in her being mean era. You heard it here first. And Phoebe's the editor, so I can't even say that. Like, she can't even blame me for giving her a being mean edit. 
because she's the editor. And there's no way she's taking this out. <laughs> okay, moving right along. It's a sign. What does the sign say? Somebody's eyes are watching you? <laughs> Man. Something like Caroline, that. I'm really glad you're putting your all into this episode today. I'm tired. Me too, girl. I, um... It's just like these glasses. You told me you had a boring ass weekend, so I don't know what you're tired from. I've never done anything that didn't make me tired. <laughs> <laughs> and some people are like, um, go to your doctor. And some people are like, she works hard. And I'm like, it's somewhere in between. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, it's just like this glasses sign, essentially. The the title credits run. And now we're in the Montgomery household, which fucking sucks for everyone. Ella Montgomery is so annoying to me these days. I think these days she's been annoying to you since episode one. Has she? Yeah, you like roasted her in the like the second episode. Okay, well I'm sorry, Holly Marie Combs. I support you. I have space for you, but you, you as Ella Montgomery just are um, como se dice annoying. (laughs) (laughs) Anywho, oh my gosh, I saw a tweet that was like. Someone was like, before there was the Florence Pugh frown, which, by the way, I'm pissed. Is the Phoebe Connell crying yeah. frown? I, like, can't believe yeah. Florence Pugh is getting all this renowned for this. All this what? what? Huh. What would the word be? <laughs> all this. Wait, but, all this, wait, um, but what word did you say? Renowned. I was trying to make renowned the, the adverb. Much renown. There we go. That's it. She's getting all this Not renowned. renowned. For she's getting frown. all this renowned <laughs> <laughs> for her frown but i did it first and mine's we better. are rhyming she's getting all this renown for her frown have you watched the crown <laughs> i've been around <laughs> the town <laughs> anyway yeah i mine is better okay Anyway, it said before the Florence Pew, <laughs> you're not going to, like, agree? Agree with if your frown is better than the famed actress Florence Pugh's frown is? Mm-hmm. Oh, when, you, when I put it like that. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, your, your frown's better. Thank you. We'll post pics. Oh, I have perfect. these actually. I have That's these all I had to say to get your permission to post that picture of you crying on your birthday. Well, Caroline took that. This was my 15th birthday. It's an iconic birthday. photo. This is my 15th birthday. We had just gotten back from dinner, and our mom takes gift giving really seriously. Like, yeah. really seriously. And so we get back from dinner, and there's a package on the front porch that's like, you know how sometimes you get a package where it says what it is on the outside? Like, there's a picture yeah. of it. That's what this was. And <laughs> Caroline or Lily made a joke about it. And mom goes ballistic about it. She like was so mad that we talked about what it was and that I knew a gift that I was getting. She was so mad. So like everybody does on their birthday, I started crying. And I Like said, everybody does. I said <sighs> That is actually true. No, I cry every, on my birthday. Everybody cries on their birthday. But I sit down like at the dinner table. And I'm sobbing at this point. And what is Caroline's first, her go-to reaction here? To get out mm. the nice camera that the family <laughs> uses to take like, nice pictures. Well, I was probably in charge of taking pictures. And she starts taking pictures of me crying. Yes. 
there's some pretty iconic pics. They're so funny. And I had to take those photos. You know that. <laughs> well, like I was not going to take them. But it's like it's it is such a sad picture because like my hair is done. Like you had curled my hair. It is a like devastating picture, but it's so cute. And so yeah, Phoebe has doing... a really cute crying face for some reason. And it's I don't know if I, I don't know if it's cute. I think it's irritating. Oh, where was I going with all this? We oh. were talking about Florence Pugh's crying before face. The f- before the Florence Pugh frown, there was the Emily Fields. And then it's like, there, it doesn't say anything. And it's just pictures of Shay Mitchell doing that like confused face. <laughs> Wait, I'll, I'll find it. You it's need to find cute. that. But you just keep talking about this scene. It's a Montgomery scene, which. Yeah. So basically, um, Aria and her mom are talking about how things are getting more back to normal around here. Um, and how Ari is like super happy about it, but Mike is not. And then Ari is like, well, at least he has a social life. And she decides, you know what, mom, you've been back for a little bit. So now I get to be a bitch to you again. And so she tries to like kind of guilt her mom about the whole not being able to see her friends thing, which Ella tries to explain again that it's just for your own good. And, you know, we we really think it's going to be best for you guys. And that's really it. It's pretty Well, we eventful. find out that she is teaching. Oh, it's her first day of teaching full time. But they have this weird moment where, like, Arya leaves her room. And then Ella says something that gets Arya to, like, stop in her tracks. But she does not turn around at first. She just, like, <laughs> sighs in place. It's all for the and camera then, angles. And then they turn around and they're talking. And Ella doesn't say anything. She just goes, like, so... And like touches her pants, and Arya's <laughs> yeah. like, uh, Arya's like, what? And it is actually like, something I've seen before <laughs> with our own mother. <laughs> well, do you notice anything? Did I have my new like purse or what? <laughs> She's like, hello. Did you even see my new purse? <laughs> it's like no i haven't been to the house or it's like she got a haircut like 12 hours ago and you walk in the house and you haven't seen her since she got the haircut and like you're in the house for two seconds <laughs> and she goes you really aren't gonna say anything about my haircut guess you hate my hair <laughs> oh so you hate my hair but anyway aria's like what and ella's like <laughs> what was that ella's like what do you think how do i look and aria goes ah it's your first day and we find <laughs> out that Ella is taking Fitz's place, which is doesn't seem like a big deal. But for some reason, Arya has a really weird reaction to it, which I'm like, someone yeah. had to replace him. It is weird, though, that it would be her mom. Why, though? I mean, she was. I mean, it's just like spot. weird. I'm not saying logistically it's weird. I'm just saying like it's a weird feeling for Arya. Probably like, oh, it's kind of awkward, like weird. It I is. Guess. I just feel like her reaction. I, it seems like I wonder if she would have reacted the same way had it been a different class. But it's Mr. Fitz's class. Or maybe yeah, they just needed to saying. fill that hole. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> is that I'm sure that that's weird for Aria. Because it was Mr. Fitz's class. I like Hannah's hair a lot. I think everyone's hair looks great this episode. I think Emily's also looks like it's not. It's, it has the most volume it's ever had. Yeah, that's true. They've got fresh blowouts. Except for Arya. Spencer walks into the kitchen while Melissa's like rummaging through things. And at first I'm like, oh my God, is she still looking for this fucking ring? I know. I know. (laughs) She's not. She's looking for a passport. And Spencer's like going somewhere, which is just like 
why the why do you have to be so abrasive all the time literally just maybe, like it's okay like maybe these interactions with melissa wouldn't be so horrible if you just weren't immediately so mean right i know ends. but like spencer you can control some of it a little bit but totally. anyway melissa's like um no it's ian's it's for the insurance claim <laughs> which is like melissa come on girl be yeah. a little smarter wait till she's like at school to do shit like this right we then go to hannah's and we basically find out that hannah's the only one who has not had a one-on-one therapy session i'm pissed that we haven't seen these therapy sessions if they've been happening i agree like, i want to see their episodes. one-on-one i know literally it could be like the jules euphoria episode i would watch it i would watch it i would For watch it. maybe we should film our own um like what it would be like huh you can for sure do that okay fine i will <laughs> okay fine. coming to tiktok near you once my face heals anyway <laughs> i don't want to talk about it so hannah's like really not interested in doing her own therapy session but she's going to that's pretty much that right then we go to mm-hmm. emily's house this is where things start to get interesting finally know, emily slow yeah her mom brings a box upstairs to emily's room someone sent it to the house for emily she opens it it's just like a ton of danby college merch which like again i'm a slut for merch i would even if this was really emotionally um triggering for me to see considering what's just gone on in emily's life and her living a lie i would still be pretty pumped to have all this free merch and i'd be like me okay too. maybe a is my friend of me because l- listen I don't care what the merch is. I want it still. I got merch at the John Mulaney show and I was like not sure if I wanted it, but I did get it because I wasn't going to not get it. You know, the best part of every college visit was getting to get a new sweatshirt. A new. It didn't matter if you hated the school. I know. I really didn't. I did not care where the sweatshirt came from. I just wanted it. (laughs) I never met it. I've never met an oversized hoodie. I didn't love that's facts you know i really didn't so anyway we're in that season we're in the season of the uniform the princess diana uniform which yes. is a little bit biker of an oversized shorts. crew neck biker shorts some tennies Ugh, high nothing socks freaking beats it nothing beats it so it's just this box full of damby gear and emily literally like it's she screams basically when she opens it. She's yeah. so horrified by it. <laughs> she was she's already on edge because she was for some reason rummaging through her drawers and like refound the Danby letter and was reading yeah. it over and over again. And at first I'm like, are you gonna tell your mom? Because at this point, girl, Ugh. just write it out. Just wait just a say, little just bit longer. Sh- you have a couple years, but it's also like just say they took the scholarship away. Like when the time comes, like yes, they can't be that mad about. It. Just forge another letter that says we have to rescind our. Offer. I know it wasn't that hard for you the first time. You might as well. <laughs> One thing Emily Fields has never done though mm-hmm. is hidden is hidden how she feels, or like played it cool. Arguably, Actually, that's not true. No, no I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, play it cool. That's what I meant. She has never played it cool in her life. Caroline's like, yeah, Emily's never had to have a secret she could hide. Never, ever in her whole life. <laughs> no. She said it's so Nini, easy. Don't you put words in my mouth. She just never has learned to play it cool, is what I would say. Because it's like yeah. written all over her face. You know what I mean? That's true. But Pam is oblivious. Or she's learned Pam to be oblivious. oblivious. Yeah. Because she's just like, isn't this so great? She wants and to she live. literally, Pam takes out a note and hands it to Emily. And it says, we're so glad to have you on our A team. Um, and and it's A like is in underlined. red Sharpie. It's in the A like, handwriting. This A is getting ballsy. 
Yeah. Getting ball Z. Literally. Yeah. Maybe they'll get caught soon. Okay. <laughs> Lucas and Hannah in what must be the weirdest conversation they've had. Yeah. Lucas is sitting down and eating and Hannah sits down and is like, ooh, can I have one? I don't even know what he's eating. And Lucas <laughs> is like, yeah, you can have don't all know. of them. I'm never eating again. And then, literally, whatever you want. You can have the ones I swallow, too. <laughs> then Hannah says, ugh, did another rat fall in the frying oil? Because last time, and then he cuts her <laughs> off. I'm sorry, literally what? Yes. It's a very weird start to the scene, and it continues to be weird because Lucas is, like, all bummed out and <laughs> about Danielle. I know how, like, they have this date coming up, and he's, like, not sure and Hannah's like, what's wrong? And he goes, what's right? Like, right away. I was like, ooh, was there an English major in the writer's <laughs> room on this episode? What's wrong? What's right? And um, then when he's like, I'm off my game. And she goes, Lucas, you don't have game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what is this conversation? That is a Caroline hilarious. Caroline if I ever heard one. <laughs> Phoebe, you don't have game. I'm going to start saying it to you. Oh, perfect. Actually, should we get t-shirts that say, Phoebe, you don't have game. Phoebe, you don't have game. <laughs> <laughs> Nar. Um, anyway, he basically is asking Hannah if she will come with him on this date with Danielle and bring Caleb as a little double date. And the craziest part is, I don't even think Lucas thinks he's being a wingman for Caleb in this moment. But he is. Lucas is, but he is. I think but it's I don't because think he some, thinks people, he is. some people are born to be wing people. Lucas yeah. is one of them. Mm. He's not. No, I think Lucas I mean. is like, he makes the vibe so uncomfy. I think he'd be the worst wing person. Well, that's fair. But what I mean really is that like <laughs> some people are always the, always the person in the friend group that has people being wing, a wingman for them. Like they are always the desired one. Yeah. Other people are just the ones helping out. I guess so. Caroline doesn't know so. what that's like, actually, so. <gasps> what? Of course I do. <laughs> Why are you I know looking what, around I like know what a ghost? what's like. <laughs> Being a wing person. I've been a wing person before. I know, but I feel like typically that probably wasn't your role. What was my role? The person the being set up because she couldn't keep a man? <laughs> Those ah. were your words, not mine. Uh, it doesn't matter. You're getting married in 26 days. No so. one was ever trying to set me up with anyone. Ever. Right. Caroline didn't need the help. It's not that, but I don't think anyone like ever. I was set up one time. It was the worst night of my life. This guy. Oh, my God. His name was Parker, I think. And he, like, was a religious How I Met Your Mother watcher. And I never watched that show, really. Who, what is Neil Patrick Harris's? Um, Barney? Barney. No, he, Barney. I guess, Barney, Barney. He really idolized Barney. And so. I've never seen like, the show, but I don't think that's who you're supposed to, like. It's not. He's not. With. And he, like, wears a suit all the time. Like, that's mm -hmm. his whole thing is, like, the suit, whatever. And so, and I only know this because of this fucking night. He worked with my friend at this restaurant. And so, like, I went to the restaurant. And then my friend 
and me and this guy Parker get in the car and he like takes Parker home because he needed to change. And he comes out in a full suit. Like a full suit. And we're like going to bars in Charleston, which is pretty casual, like going out. And um, he has on a full, and it's also 9,000 degrees and he has a full suit on it. And he comes out, he has to explain to me why he's wearing the full suit because of the show, How I Met Your Mother and how he like really like believes in that mom. There's like some mantra or something. He like really, really spoke to him. And then we go out for what has to be the most painful night of my life. And we finally go to like, we end up in Juanita's getting margaritas and like he paid for all the pictures and then we like leave and he's like so you want to come back to my place like play some video games and I was like no thank you I'm good he's like okay then like are you gonna like pitch in for the pictures (gasps) or yeah to me and then Preston and Preston was like I got you babe I got you babe and like Preston was my friend who was with and um he's gay and then he like went over to my house and like we had to sleep over that night. And then that night Preston was like, Caroline, <laughs> this is so funny. Preston goes, Caroline, I think that you have a crush on me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> like, like, actually? Af- yes, he said this to me seriously. Like, I'm afraid that you like have a crush on me. I just need you to know like I'm gay. And I was like, no, I know you're gay. <laughs> There, I don't have a crush on you. Like, is that why you're trying to set me up with this horrible person tonight? Because you thought I had a crush on you? <laughs> <laughs> like, I know he's gay. He's, like, been my friend for years. Oh, my God. That is oh so funny. God. Well, I'm sorry that being set up didn't work out for you. But if any of my, friend, if any of my friends are listening, I'm willing to be set up with just about anybody <laughs> at this point. <laughs> oh, really? Just about anybody? Yeah. Good to you know. You know what? Dad hates when I say this, but I'll do anything once. Oh, wow. I'll do anything a couple times. So he's going to hate that more. Okay. So then we go to the hall and like all the girls are walking and I guess they've just gotten pretty comfortable being seen together in public. But Ella has gotten pretty comfortable being a bitch. What? (laughs) Sorry. I needed to get that off my chest. Caroline had that one locked and loaded. I wanted to say it. Anyway, Hannah's holding this thermos, but it's the kind of thermos that had like I don't know how to describe it, but it had like that argyle print on the inside. Okay. How do I describe it? The outside, there's like a clear, it's like, it looks three dimensional because there's like paper inside. I'm just going to let you run with this. This is insane. (laughs) Do you have like a way to describe it that's better? No, because it really didn't leave much of an impression on me. We had so many, whatever, it doesn't matter. Never mind. It was important to me, but what's important Look, to me it can be is never important, important to, to Caroline. No, it doesn't have to be important <laughs> to me. It can be important to you and not to me, and that's okay. Uh, we're okay. sisters, not twins. <laughs> if we were twins, we would have to have the same beliefs, <laughs> but we aren't. And Thank stop God. trying to make it happen. <laughs> Phoebe's obsessed with telling people we're twins. She's always like, hey, I'm Phoebe. It's my twin, Caroline. And I'm like, Phoebe, I'm not. I'm 10 years older than you. I'm only six years older than you. <laughs> Wait, yeah, it's like, did, have you seen the trailer? There's a show coming out about Tegan and Sarah's life. And the first, the first scene of the trailer is them walking up to check in for high school, and and they both like say their names, and the the like guidance counselor goes, "Oh, are you twins?" And one of them says <laughs> yes, and the other one says no. <laughs> but it's like they're they're like new to school. It's their first day, and they walk away, and the one goes. Well, <laughs> 
You're just gonna tell everyone we're not twins. <laughs> and that's how funny. I imagine that's how I imagine being Caroline's twin would go. Well, I would just tell everyone we're not twins. Would be, no, you wouldn't acknowledge me, I don't think. It would be like we'd be walking through school. Oh, shut up. And Caroline would be like, I don't know who that is. We look alike. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, you think? You think we look alike? <laughs> That's what we should start saying to people, like, in front of each other. Like, next time someone says to us, like, oh, my God, your sisters, I couldn't tell. You guys look so much alike. Are you twins? And we'll be like, wait, you think we look alike? Are you serious? <laughs> oh, my God, that that just ruined my day. Someone, one of us should walk away and be like, <laughs> I can't fucking believe yeah, this. Yeah, one of us is just like, okay, <laughs> things you don't say to someone for $500, <laughs> Alex. <laughs> <laughs> you look like caroline oh! <laughs> it's pretty it's pretty fucked up pretty fucked up anyway the point of all of this was to go back to um that ella montgomery's being a bitch <laughs> in the hall because they're all walking by Ari's like see it girls and she like hangs back to talk to her mom and she like keeps thinking she knows what her mom's gonna ask her mom is like so um aria and he's like, oh, um, yeah, I thought you did great. I think your handwriting could use some work or like whatever she says. She gives her like pointers for being a teacher. She's like, she didn't know. She's ask. like, when Ezra did it. I mean, sorry, Mr. Fitz, now that he's not a teacher <laughs> here, we're kind of on a first name basis. Um, she's like, Gage, like, how did that go? Um, <laughs> anyway, then her mom's like, that's also not why I'm talking to you. I need you to like pick Mike up from something. But also um, the no friends thing should probably carry over to school. And she like says it in a really bitchy way. It's like, which, like I do understand. It's like but Ella. There's one hallway in the school. How are they supposed to avoid each other? It seems like there are approximately 75 students. She's so like, I you just need to come to school understand. in shifts. Okay. <laughs> there are four of you. You each get one day at school. And on the fifth day, you roll a dice. And that's how you do it. <laughs> Where Dr. <laughs> Sullivan chooses who's been the meanest, who she trusts the least from the week, and they have to go to school as a punishment. Wait, Dr. Sullivan should do like a pyramid, like from Dance Moms. Oh, my girls. God, I should do a pyramid. I should do a pyramid for my bridal party. <laughs> <laughs> on, the, on the morning of the wedding. Who's oh been my the God, best they all come out. I've thing. been awake for hours. <laughs> I just have like, And yeah. on the bottom of the pyramid. <laughs> And on the bottom of the pyramid, Phoebe, Phoebe, my maid of honor. Now I want wow. you, Phoebe. I want you to tell me why you think you're on the bottom before I tell you why I put you there. <laughs> no, everyone's at the top, <laughs> and, and uh -huh. I'm at the bottom. I'm at the bottom because <laughs> I'm the worst. <laughs> Am I a bridezilla? No, it depends. I'm on the actually day. surprised. That I haven't been more of a bridezilla. Are I don't you? think it, you're not in like a traditional. It's just like different little things, of like I think that like there there will be like an hour to, th to one to three hours a week. I feel like where you get really stressed, and this is spread out. It's not like yeah concise where you get really really stressed out about something, and then like I get out of class and I look at my phone and I have like a four minute <laughs> voice memo and eight hundred texts, and I'm like, huh, that is why my bag was moving across the floor because my <laughs> phone was vibrating so much yeah i've just been getting super annoyed i've been getting so annoyed <laughs> and that's really the main thing people we then go to the lunchroom and 
Caleb and Hannah are just watching Lucas like completely flounder with the girl he likes. And they're doing the like, will we, won't we, should we, shan't we about going on this double date. And I thought, you know, yes, it is parent vibes. And this whole episode, I've been like, boring, 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 boring until (laughs) the power couple came on the screen. And now I am hooked because it's so cute the way they're talking. And Caleb goes, we don't need to go, do we? And then they like look at each other and Caleb's like, we should probably go. And it's so like like mom and dad. I know, really. And they're like, well, we're not doing it to be together. We're just doing it for Lucas. Like, we're looking out for our friend. Yeah. But it's so cute. And then, like, Caleb, like, she gets up and leaves. And Caleb gives us, oh. like, he's so happy. And he, like, he's, like oh starts biting his nail. Like, he's, like, oh. It, he's like, actually so melts my heart. excited. You just know he's going to be such a gentleman. Oh, my God. I can't wait. Okay, let's watch. Spencer is like a horse in a hospital in this scene. <laughs> bringing it all back to John Mulaney. Yeah. She is, like... It is like she is on her way to the OR and she's late for brain surgery. I forgot I wasn't watching Grey's Anatomy for a second the way she is flying through this hospital. She's looking for Ren, shocker. And she (laughs) grills him. He immediately gives in. (laughs) She's like, what were you doing with my sister? What did you give her? And he's like, okay, fine, I'll tell you. So he was actually... How was he a doctor? Do not know. Do not understand. His judgment is so poor. He goes... Uh, he basically tells Spencer they were actually drugs and Ian had asked <laughs> Melissa for them. Actually, Spencer, they were, they were drugs. drugs. They were painkillers, some of which Ren was like, I would lose my job if I gave those to her. Like, so he didn't give all of them. But Ian asked for all these drugs, apparently, and asked Melissa to get them. And then if Melissa got the drugs for him, he will tell her where he is and he is outside of Rosewood. So he's kind of like debunking the idea that Ian would be at Jason's house, even though... I don't know if Spencer is sold or if anyone is. He basically tells Spencer, like, you need to stay out of this. Like, this is bad news bears. You need to get out. And Spencer's like, no, you need to help me find Ian. (laughs) And uh, that does not work on him. He basically is like, I cannot do that. And you need to keep yourself safe. I, like, don't want to see you get in any more trouble. Whatever. So he is not going to help Spencer. Which, uh, that actually, I thought for a second. I thought she had him there for a second. But, Mm. um. Then Jump scare Hannah's nails in therapy. <laughs> Did you see her nails? I thought it was Aria for a second. No, I thought it was going to be Melissa doing that with rings. Huh? I was like, are we really getting oh. this way? <laughs> like, yeah, are we no, so I did. Talking I, about it. I did have that same thought at first until I saw the nail polish. And then I immediately was like, Aria, it's like red and black, like different color painted nails. And then like one of them looks like a ladybug. They're oh, horrible. Perfect. They're horrible. Did you not see them at all? No. I just saw the rings. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah, they're really bad. Um, She's in therapy, like, counting the seconds until she can leave without saying a damn word. Dr. Sullivan is like, it's crazy how how slow time moves when you're, all you're doing is looking at a clock. (laughs) Sometimes when you're looking at a watch, (laughs) everything... Ah. No, sometimes when you don't know the time, everything looks like a watch. <laughs> that's essentially <laughs> what Dr. Sullivan said, actually. Yes, um, that's actually like verbatim, I think, what she said. Mm, don't go back and watch it. We just told you what she don't, said. No, no, so. no, don't, 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 don't waste your time. Yeah, I mean, we got you, so. <laughs> yeah. Do you not trust he, us? Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, my parents always used to say, there's no A at the end of that word. Big no. 
literally they'd be like, there's no a at the end of no- line. or they'd be like who's noah <laughs> i don't oh, want who's to noah? Uh, here's a great here's a great story about our mom during quarantine ah! lily we <laughs> lily was like texting someone and we thought that it would be funny <laughs> to trick our mom into thinking it was a boy and so we were like i think caroline went to my mom and was like lily like has been, has been talking to this boy like non-stop and immediately mm-hmm. like our mom is like a spy on a mission with this now it's all she can think about <laughs> it's all she wants to talk about so she's like lily like who are you talking to and lily's like oh it's just this boy named noah <laughs> my mom's like what's his last name and, and lily tells her want lily to say his last name was fence and no offense you might have gotten it on the first go our mom didn't even after lily said no his name is no offense like we kept i feel like we kept saying it yeah (laughs) we just was like okay and like where does he live what elementary school did he go to i've never heard yeah she was and she's heard of every family so this (laughs) was shocking um, she freak. She's a frequent studier of the police blotter. She knows every family. Okay. So Hannah's in therapy, and by the way, that couch she's sitting on looks amazing. I know. I was thinking the same thing. Doctor Sullivan's office is incredible. It. I actually incredible. think it might be the same set that they use for the loft later on. Like that's a, oh. that's a common set in the show because the stairs look like that. But I also they recycle a lot of sets. Ezra's apartment is also a bunch of apartments like later down the line. And oh. I'm like, could we not invest in anything at all? I know. It's do we not have the budget really? Like this is a to save the money on Paige's hair dye and let's something just happened to you? No. Did you just lie to me? <laughs> <laughs> lie to me. Uh, and tell me everything is all right. Ooh! And this is Carolyn's announcement that? that she will be accompanying, accompanying Lang. Rihanna at the Super Bowl. Okay, I no, I was gonna make that announcement when I was ready. <laughs> You're so bitter that they only asked me, huh? <laughs> Carolyn's you actually gonna be up there stop after Rihanna it. does her makeup routine. <laughs> I'm going to recap Caroline's an entire episode of Pretty Little Liars by myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And what's what's crazy about it is they called and they were like, you can invite Phoebe if you want. And Caroline said, no. Caroline said, no, that's okay. I think I'll just do I it. I didn't tell you that. Are you bugging my phone? <laughs> Freak. <laughs> Hannah refuses to speak in therapy. And Dr. Sullivan is like, I can help you. Like, I can help you let go of the past, let go of these really hard emotions. And finally gets Hannah to bite. And she's like, okay, let's pretend Allie's here. Like, what would you say to Allie if she was here? It looks like Hannah's like almost going to say something. And she goes, I'd say time's up. It gets up and leaves. God, Hannah's got to be the most difficult, like, patient ever. Well, thank God we got that five-minute clip of everybody playing basketball. I know. Oh, my God. I wrote down basketball. (laughs) So I didn't forget. And that's it. Well, that's when I thought it was going to be a two-second moment. A two-second montage of people minutes. throwing balls around. Yeah, there were like th- in this scene there were like four basketball courts all just like right next to each other, like no fences separating them. So, I mean, it looks like a disaster. It looks like it could be willy nilly at any given moment. Balls going yes. everywhere, you know. But what's more and of a disaster? <laughs> Aria approaches. But I, what I need to say really quick about this, and I know you're gonna relate. Aria's brave as fuck for this. 
Oh, 100%. <laughs> but you know Arya doesn't feel that way? No, she's Arya's like, like she's what? like okay. This is a, the biggest pick me moment for Arya actually. <laughs> Cuz you I, know what's going on in her mind. She's like, "Oh my, well, especially by the end of the scene, we'll get there." Arya, we panned Arya and of course, to drop off Mike's keys, she had to put on a jersey-like shirt. <laughs> yeah. The shirt has stripes on it like it's a football jersey. Arya is looking everywhere for Mike. She can't find him, but she does find Jason De Laurentiis with his shirt off. Oh my God, he's, he looks so hot. But his hair is not bad. doing it for it's me. Bad. It's like Caleb hair, but it's like really thick and blonde and like a helmet. And here's it looks the like thing there's so Jason. much product that it's like shellacked into like a, like a, like a helmet. But it's also like coming off of his head. Like it's, it just doesn't look good. Yeah. But he approaches Arya and immediately starts trauma dumping. As soon as he realizes that she's looking for Mike, he's like, man, couldn't see a lot of me those days. I don't even really remember it. Literally. And Arya's like, wait, what? Like Arya's like a main character syndrome. What? Like she cannot stop with it. She's like, okay, so I'm not crazy. You were thinking about me that entire time. (laughs) Um, And he's like, he's like, I love that pink hair. She's like, no way no literally um, <laughs> I, like, I mean down. literally she's like a debbie reynolds like no i mean debbie, debbie ryan oh my god wow. bringing it back to season one. Oh my goodness yes <sighs> she is she's like really it's like Arya, i know the fuck up i'm like Ari, i remember you got a man at home bitch like that you're lucky to be with in the first place. She's literally Ugh. like, she is like, oh my god, so he is in love with me. She's like, how many illicit affairs can I collect? You <laughs> like know when that just <laughs> when, when illicit affairs by Taylor Swift came out, she was like, ooh, this is like, Ezra, this is so it was us. written for me. <laughs> yeah, she definitely like feels she that way like about a lot of a lot of Taylor Swift's music. I think one hundred percent. As do I though, and as do you. Well, I don't feel like it was written about me. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a pretty fucked up thing of you to say. Oh my god, no, it isn't. Oh my god. Let's think no, of all the isn't. songs I can relate to of Taylor Swift's. <laughs> um, huh. Stop. The best Stop. day. You're bumming maybe. me out. The best day. Put that one up there. Okay, I relate that, to that one too. I think that is the start and the end of the list. <laughs> no, it isn't mean. <laughs> What about the man? <laughs> what about look what you made me do? <laughs> oh, what just happened? I just blacked out. Um, <laughs> yeah, so Arya's having her moment. Whatever. Phoebe's hyperventilating. <laughs> um, <laughs> then she like asks so wait well we did we miss like the best part the whole reason jason and her even start talking is because a ball like goes rolling across the court and she like stops it with her boot and like bends out of pocket she's like whoa is this uh basketball i never really held one of these before it's so big in my small hands (laughs) (laughs) could someone show me how to shoot it is that what you say shoot it shoot it how do you make a touchdown (laughs) <laughs> i don't sure. even know anything i'm just <laughs> or she, or she's like i'm just I, I didn't she's like i didn't even bring my basketball shorts today <laughs> i mean i don't like to advertise it but i'm kind of getting no one believes me because i'm short but like 
Yeah, but it's kind of so just like funny. a it's like a passion project I do on the side. <laughs> um, and uh, so I'm just kind of not like other girls. She plays yeah, with the underprivileged kids. She's like, I'm just so much more than meets the eye. And <laughs> that's what people don't see. I'm like an all iceberg. The time. There's so much <laughs> yes. below the surface. There's so much there. And I'm just at the end of the day, like I'm not like other girls. And um, <laughs> I read, <laughs> I read, I write, I paint, I sculpt, I ball so hard (laughs) but what's so funny is like she has this conversation with this guy and she turns around and then she sees jason and he like doesn't say anything and then it's it's like did jason purposely roll the ball over to her so that she would have to talk to him and he's like i know what'll get her to talk to me she can't shut the fuck up when she feels interesting so i'm gonna pass the (laughs) basketball over to and then i'll do the perfect thing i'll mention her pink hair yeah yeah and then yeah and then he like leaves and he's like hey I miss that pink hair. <laughs> she walks like, away. She <laughs> thinks that he's in love. And he's like, ha ha. She's, she's so like, oh my stupid. God, I can't believe I'm in a love triangle. <laughs> oh my God. Um. Anyway, she finds uh, out Mike has not been playing there every day. And she's like kind of rude to the guy that is she, helpful and tells so, her what she needs to know. It's so Aria because he's like, no, like I play here every day. Like he hasn't been here, and she's like, "No, you don't understand." She's like, "Actually, he has. He's been playing here every day." <laughs> you for fucking months. idiot! You fucking stupid idiot! Actually, he <laughs> has, and I think I would know. <laughs> I think I would know because I know the scent of a basketball, and he comes home, and I can tell where he's been, like <laughs> just running drills, like doing layups, three pointers. <laughs> yeah, I said running drills. Yeah. <laughs> just running drills, doing suicides. <laughs> Whatever that like you know that drill. Every time she like she like says a word, she like looks up to make sure that he caught that she said it. I know, I know. She's like, oh, or have you not heard of that yet? You're not there yet. You're not gotten there. That's okay. I could teach you some time. I'm really busy, but I have a lot of extracurriculars. (laughs) I know. I just like to stay busy. I don't know. I I have so many interests. It's hard just to focus on one sometimes. I understand if you can't relate. People my age usually can't. (laughs) Maybe you could come see my mural sometime. Yeah, you I, uh, I do have a mural. Gatsby? It's on the wrong side of the tracks. Um, <laughs> she like so desperately. She's like, Caleb, can I interview you? Can I interview you, Caleb? Because I just want to know what it's like. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, then we go to the swim meet. Oh the swim my meet, god! And it's like, Emily, okay, why are we being so honest? Emily, it's actually enough. Way Shut too much up. honesty this early in the relationship. You heard it here first. You don't need to be honest until until you've at least defined the relationship. Samara kills me because she walks up behind Emily. She's like so excited. She mentions Danby. Apparently, Mrs. Field has been telling everybody that Emily's going to Danby. Can you imagine hearing Which this? Which is so our mom. Our mom would do that 100%. Emily's like, how do you know about that letter? Because Samara's like, oh my God, like the letter from Danby. That's amazing. And was like, how do you know about that? And she Her goes, mom, like, your mom told copies. me. Along with <laughs> everyone else at the pool. Everyone else. Her mom's passing it around like at the swim meet. She's like, but don't get Literally. any water on it. I know. She's like laminated <laughs> all the copies for everyone. She's like, but still be careful. And so Samara sits down and realizes that Emily's like having about to have a heart attack. And Samara says something that I'm like, okay, wait, Samara. I was team you until right now. You might be a pick me a little bit because she's like, wait, oh my God, you don't want to go to Danby. And then Emily doesn't answer. And so Samara immediately goes. Dude, I know. She, she goes, oh, or you don't want me to visit you at Danby. Shut up. That is so fucking annoying. Um, yeah, it's I, I think I wrote down Aria syndrome, Samara. I wrote Aria syndrome, Samara. 
because she yeah, does. Literally. Maybe she should have run into Aria at the brew or whatever. Apple Rose Grill. <laughs> we haven't don't been care. to the brew yet literally once. Don't no, don't care. But then Pam Fields comes in being cute as fuck for a minute. Which I'm like, Wait, why now? This moment, this moment, this moment. Oh my god. Pam walks it's up so to them. So cute. And Emily's like, This is Samara and Pam's like, Oh, whatever. It's so nice to meet you. And then she looks at Emily and Emily like does the shame Mitchell smirk. And mm-hmm. Pam knows exactly what that means. And she goes, Oh, oh, Samara, I've heard so much about you. It's so great to finally meet you. It's so cute. <laughs> and then Samara's like, likewise. And then I'm like, Samara, um, why are you 30 years old? I know, but then why does Samara bring this up? Because then Samara goes, or like, Holmes like, I took videos of you, like swimming, I sent them to your dad, he's so excited. And Samara's like, you must be overjoyed or something. It's like, Samara, you bitch, Emily just told you the letter's not real. Why are you like bringing it up now? Like, don't, you don't have to do that. Don't do that. And Pam's like, you know what? We should celebrate tonight. Like, since your other friends can't come, Samara, would you like to come over around 7 and Samara says yes. And so they're going to like have a celebration for Emily tonight. Which because is really Samara weird. fucking brought it up. Like, the way Pam says it, she's like, she's like, we should really have a celebration. And then she goes, a celebration. But your, fr- your friends really can't come. So yeah, it's so only going to be three people. The person you haven't even, you're not, you guys aren't even dating yet. Yeah. It's ridiculous. But then like Pam walks away and she's so sweet. And then Samara's like, well, if the truth comes out when I'm there, your mom won't get as mad. And it's like, obviously, they never went to the Connell house. It did not matter who was there. If I was getting in trouble, I was getting in trouble. <laughs> it didn't matter. That's so true. Oh, my God. So like Samara, and I have a feeling it's similar in the Fields home. I don't know about you. So we are um, at the Hastings house. And it looks like the mommy and daddy Hastings. They've gone out for the night and they left a note on the door that said, take care of your sister. Was that note for Spencer or Melissa? (laughs) I don't know. But also I'm like, I feel like they might have been really trying to fill up time with this episode because why didn't they just show it to us like they show every other note? Why did Spencer have to read it? Yeah. Out loud. Have to read it. And she like reads it and this like super, she's like, Take care of your sister. What a fun Love night. mom. <laughs> That's like how she reads it. What a fun night. At yeah. first, what it looks like she's doing is that she puts the note back on the door and just, it looks like she's about to just leave. That's what I thought yeah, she was Yeah, I, I thought she was. But instead, we get our first interior shot of the barn. Finally, and I need more. My appetite has been what? I need more. <laughs> you won't get any more until like season seven. Oh, my God. I was planning on quitting this podcast before then. Um, So Spencer goes into the barn. She walks over to the barn. And she starts going through Melissa's suitcase. I have two questions here. Number one, Spencer, why? Just like, <laughs> why do you keep getting yourself into these situations? That, yeah. Two. She walks in. It's like she sniffs out the suitcase. She's like, must unzip. It's like immediate. <laughs> but it's also like Spencer, or I mean, Melissa, why are you leaving the door open? Melissa... Melissa, Melissa, Melissa. Like, and not just unlocked. But open, this, we've ajar. said this a few times. Like, Melissa's supposed to be the smart one, even though they're both smart, but she's supposed to be the one that Steeler. <laughs> what? I said she's supposed to be the one that Steeler. <laughs> I was going to say Spencer and Steel. Caroline's just such a football girl, except <laughs> for when I beat her. When I like, beat her this week. 
Oh my God. You know what? I prefer to live in reality, not the fantasy football world. Like, wait, I, I, was, I was looking at my speech today for your wedding. Oh, I cut that, by the way. <laughs> wait, are you serious? <laughs> no. Oh my God. I would have, I think I, listen, to, after you sent me that thing, I went back and read my speech. I started sobbing. Sobbing at your own speech? Well, no, but just like at the idea of like having to give it. Oh my God. Like I'm going to be a wreck. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get through it. I'm going to have to, but don't worry. I bookend it with a joke. Oh, thank God. That's unique. (laughs) I know. I'm trying something new with the bridesmaid's speech. Yeah. I'm going to put a joke at the end of it. (laughs) If you would have told me. Four years <laughs> a, ago. Wait, don't spoil, don't spoil, don't spoil. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, my but gosh. I told mom the two jokes on a walk and she didn't laugh at either of them. So either <laughs> that is a <laughs> either that's a vote of confidence or it's gonna be absolutely so uncomfortable for everybody in the room. Mom only laughs at us when we can't hear her, is what I decided. <laughs> because like she laughs at you on the podcast all the time. But you're not there to hear it. But like, if you were there, like, she never laughs at me, ever. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't feel like I'm all that funny on the pod. I'm not that funny, guys. <laughs> Unless- no. <laughs> I just, feel- <laughs> I just feel like you're more conventionally funny. Just like I'm the more conventionally attractive. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, now it makes sense. I'm the more conventionally funny or the more conventionally attractive. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Sounds right to me. Anyway, so <laughs> then Spencer's looking through the suitcase and she find, she sees like all the medicine, everything. There's some, like, Melissa's not a very neat packer. To me, she's the type of person no. who would like vacuum seal her clothes. I guess also, she's in a rush. But why co- it couldn't be more obvious that the shaving cream can is like a prop shave like but it looks yeah. like a musical theater prop like it looks like it's in like hairspray. hairspray yes and it's it doesn't even need like to be retro there. it's human it's like comically large it's loose it sounds, what if it, it explodes like, in there literally it looks like they were like on set and they were trying to fill the suitcase and they're like there's we need something we need something yeah, like they're doing they hairspray live next from, door like, grab that literally exactly that's what i was gonna say um, and then the big thing that Spencer finds is Ian's passport. And let me tell you, Caroline, if you had any, oh, I freaked out. Any reservations about your passport <laughs> photo? Ian's got you beat. Oh, and I, I frankly it. think you should post a side by side. Oh, you're insane! If you think that's <laughs> happening, you're insane. You're fucked up in the head because I will never show anybody my passport photo. I will barely show the TSA agent my passport photo. Okay, <laughs> it's not for the public eye. It just isn't. And I have the only other known copy. <laughs> known. And, and known to man. As, and if the, so. as if the inspector man was like printing out copies to give out. Well, I don't know if he listens to the podcast. Like, I don't know what he thinks is going to be valuable <laughs> on eBay. <laughs> this whole time, Melissa's in the shower. And then Spencer hears the shower turn off. And she runs outside and she like perfectly like closes the door or whatever. And then... They do a shot that this show loves. They probably do this five times a season, and it gets me every time. Melissa comes out th- out of the door af- after Spencer, basically. Spencer's run out, and we don't know where she went. And Melissa's like, Spencer, 
Spencer, like who was there? And of course we're like, Spencer's not there, but where is she? She is literally <laughs> in the bushes right by the door. And it's, the camera like pans. It's like she's in plain sight. But also I want to like, know if I were did Melissa, Melissa like was Melissa stretching in the shower like how did she run outside so put on how her did robe she hear anything and get out there also. so fast I don't know I wouldn't hear a thing Well when you leave a door open things are louder so Well that's true and she's an <laughs> Maybe idiot that's why she left the door open Like bitch you don't get to be scared if you left the door open I'm victim blaming <laughs> You actually don't get to <laughs> I'm victim blaming Melissa so then we go to Aria's house and all the girlies are home alone and Spencer is on the phone with Aria and um, Aria's like, I'm so creeped out home alone and all the doors are locked. And Spencer's like, I wish we could just hang out and whatever, which he's telling her. This like, reminds me of the first time I was left home alone, like okay. alone, alone. What were you? And 18? Like, mom was going to be gone for a couple of days. No, I was like 16. You were and 16? Mm-hmm. It was only, like, for a little bit. Dad no, was getting in, like, early the next morning. This is the first time you were home alone? No, I mean, like, overnight. Oh, okay. So y'all leave. You're in the car. I am doing whatever I'm doing. I get a phone call from a blocked number. <laughs> I answer it. It's Caroline, <laughs> but I don't know that at the moment. <laughs> Wait, I don't remember this. And she says... You have three seconds to get out of the house. <laughs> I lost my fucking mind. I grabbed a knife. And then I actually don't think that y'all had like fully left. So there were noises being made. And I remember calling one of my best friends at the time. And I was like, I don't know what's going on. But like, I think there's someone in the house. I was in the storage room holding, wielding a knife. Oh my God. I was petrified. And then you called me on your phone number and you were like, so we just left. <laughs> we're on the road and i was like this has to be a fucking joke i was and like i'm easily scared shocker i am too probably because i watch this show i've been watching this show my whole life you should be immune to being scared i don't remember doing that so i think you're lying um hmm. oh, so aria and spencer are just talking about like where ian could be if he's not at jason's house and where melissa's going and whatever um and then aria like hears something in the house and her first she immediately screams mom dad i'm like i'm sorry if i think there's someone in the house i'm going dead silent dead silent i'm not immediately yelling out so they know someone's in the house and they know where i am and they know that i'm the kid like so stupid but aria is classic would get murdered first in the horror movie girl so that's i guess it makes oh, 100%. sense 100 percent. or she'd be like the last girl but she's so insufferable. She'd be like, I see something in this guy. Okay. Like he's not no, all bad. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like all of her friends are dead and she's like fault. He's got Stockholm syndrome. Yeah. And she's like, it's <laughs> romantic. Um, yeah. So my, it's Mike. Mike gets home and scares Aria. And they get in this like weird fight where he's like, why are you doing this? And it's like, well, doing what? Skipping basketball? Because she's like, where have you been? You have not been to basketball. The guys barely even know what you look like anymore. And he's like, I've been places <laughs> here, there. Oh my God. Are we, are, are we Caleb? Have we been hanging out with Caleb Rivers? We get to the end of this conversation and Arya's like, well, mom and dad are going to be so mad when they find out. And the, he goes, well, they're not going to find out from you. And he holds over Arya's head that he knows that she's been hanging out with her friends 
outside of school. And I'm like, well, so does Ella at this point. Yeah, I mean. The parents aren't stupid. It's also, like, not that bad. Like, they're, they're going to be like, girls, we told you not to. Whereas, mm-hmm. like, whatever you're doing, Mike, I have a feeling is going to have actual consequences. So, it's really. Yeah, I thought he was going to be like, I he was going to say, if you tell mom and dad about me, I'm going to tell mom and dad about you sleeping Yes, so that's what I thought he was going to say, too. That's exactly what I thought he was going to say. Imagine. I know. That would have been really powerful. But, you know. That would have been better. Aria is so, like my problems are the worst problems that when she hears him say, I'm going to, I'm going to tell mom that like you've been hanging out with your friends. She's like, no, that is the worst thing that could happen because it's happening to me and my life is a movie. Mm. And so everything is heightened, you know? So like, it doesn't even have to be the Ezra (laughs) thing because this is bad enough. Whereas to me, I'm like, that's not a big fucking deal. But Aria doesn't have, um, that function in her brain, unfortunately. Yeah. So, okay. So we're, uh, we're in, we're on Hannah's porch and, um, Lucas and Danielle are on the porch. They're just hanging out and Hannah comes out full mom mode. So the audience thinks and like is refilling drinks and is like saying we have to leave for the movie in 10 minutes or whatever. She goes back in to talk to Caleb and we realize that Danielle thinks that Hannah's like trying to make Lucas jealous tonight. <laughs> Danielle says like the worst thing you can say on a date. She goes, this blows. (laughs) Like, oh my God. If someone said that when I was on a date with a first date with them and I really liked them and and Lucas goes, what? I'm having fun. And it's like, they are suddenly fighting as if they've been together for 15 years. She's like, well, she's obviously still into you. She's like, well, she's obviously still into you. And Lucas is like, uh no i don't know why she'd bring caleb then she's like to make you jealous are you jealous and lucas like trying so hard to convince himself that he's not jealous and she's like well i would be it's like so weird and he gives her a look he's like what the fuck like that's what his look is like <laughs> he's like okay you're being kind of no, weird very weird yeah they're they're both being bizarre she's like a knockoff zoe deschanel lucas and danielle go into the kitchen and Danielle goes to use the bathroom and Lucas is like, this is so horrible. He like starts He's yelling throwing at a Hannah, fucking basically. temper tantrum. And he says something that I think is so funny and so accurate. He's like, tomorrow I'm going to have to walk into your book and we're going to have to make a spread about how stupid I am and I'm going to have to design it. Yeah, like, Which, no, no one's actually going to care. <laughs> literally, no one's going to think about no this. <laughs> like, It's so dumb. So then Danielle comes out of the bathroom. They're going to go to the movies. And Hannah's like, we have to do something to help Lucas. And so she tells Caleb to put his arm around her. And like Danielle looks up and sees that they're like canoodling. And it's as if she's seen a ghost. Like her face, she's like. (gasps) And then she, as if like they're battling, she reaches down and grabs Lucas's hand and like looks back at Hannah. It's so weird. Because because it becomes it's more about Hannah than it is about Lucas or Caleb. Yeah. She is like, I'll show you. Like she has this weird, yeah. I don't know what it is. She's acting. And she very was like kind of shitty to Hannah the first time they ever even spoke. Like before she's a she bitch, knew it. Yeah, she say it which to is. me is probably Lucas's type. Yeah. Like, but it's up for Hannah. Me, but like pick me in a mean way. Yeah. He went, and, and like, he's like such an easy target for girls to like bully. <laughs> and so, Caleb like keeps his arm around Hannah and then he goes a little bit south of the border 
And Hannah, he goes, well, that was easy, like making Lucas and Danielle like each other or whatever. And Hannah goes, well, I'm not. Well, I'm and like pushes not. him off. So good. I love Hannah's lines. Um, then where do we go? Emily. Oh my gosh. This is, this is a good scene. So we go to Emily's house and Emily and Samara are sitting on the bed and they're like looking at Emily's old scrapbooks. Paige, I guess is completely non-existent. Now Emily does this with all of her girlfriends. <laughs> it's like they're here, then they're not. And they're never to be spoken of again. Like a ghost. Well, we already talked Poof. about Samara. Poof. She might be of the spirit world. It, true. Well, she is a vampire diary, but, so... What I want to say is two things. Number one, to the show writers of this show, there is so much potential here in this relationship. So much You're literally potential. having them look at Emily's scrapbook pictures. Emily's Pam mom likes her. Samara. Yeah. But I also wanted to say, Samara talks like she's a 38-year-old woman. She does. And it's a little bit, like, weird to me, but it doesn't matter she's great with parents <laughs> yeah she's really good with parents and that's something that like we haven't really gotten from any of emily's love interests so um yeah sorry maya <laughs> but pam comes in the room and they're talking about how like pam wants to make another scrapbook about the rose or sorry the road from rosewood to danby and how they need to go schedule a tour at danby and how she needs to call the scout and say thank you for like all the gifts and it seems like Emily's actually about to tell her, like, the truth because she says, Mom, the truth is. And then Samara actually stops her, which is a little surprising. And Samara's like, well, you know, my dad is friends with the coach at Stanford. And I just I think there are going to be a lot of other schools that are interested in her and things haven't even started picking up yet. And so if you do call the coach and, like, contact the school this early, it sends the wrong message to other schools who might have other offers and like, you should keep your options open. And for some reason, Pam's like, great thinking, got it, okay, Samara, and, like, gives yeah. up, which is unrealistic, but thank God. It was almost like Samara needed to see that Emily was willing to tell her mom. Yeah, that is what it seems like. So then Samara could like, get invested. Totally. Not even that. I just mean she was like, are you going to be, are you really, like, this much of a liar? No, yeah, I agree. Because to me, if I was just starting to talk to someone and then they told me. Yeah, I'd be like, you're fucking crazy. You're crazy. <laughs> yeah. You're crazy. Oh, we have this really quick little scene that leads into a bigger issue. Spencer's in her room. I don't know what she's doing. Who really cares? She hears something outside and she goes to look at her window and it's Melissa in her ugly ass pajamas putting a suitcase in the car and then walking back into the barn and turning the light off. And that's it. Like looking around frantically the whole time. Like, Melissa, again, you are a normal person who could be putting a suitcase in a car <laughs> You don't need to actually act like you're yeah. moving a body every time that you go anywhere. 100%. And then we go to the hospital and Ren is on the phone with Melissa. And he says, Melissa, like, I'm not so sure about Ian's injuries anymore. It sounds like he has a staph infection. I need to come see him. So he gets Melissa to agree to bring Ren with her when she goes to see Ian. And um, when he hangs at the phone, we see Spencer's in the room. So Spencer has made Ren do this. She's, I guess, like, finally got him concerned enough to get involved. So Ren is going to go with Melissa, and then Spencer is going to follow them to see Ian. So guess we're going to figure out what's going on there. Then we go to, like, a like kind of this montage Which I wanted to like note. Sequence. They do a lot of these where they start playing a song. 
and they go to like it seems yes. like they're doing like scene to scene to scene this one doesn't flow mm-hmm. in the way that the no. other ones do because we go from hannah to aria and that's it. this whole episode and then like feels yeah, weird it does. and then all of a sudden like halfway through the aria scene where it would typically like the timing would lead to us switching to like emily or spencer the music changes into like that spooky music yeah anyway we'll get there but it just doesn't yeah it's it's not quite right it's not like oh my gosh there's an episode we'll get there oh my goodness where they play in my veins do you remember that song i don't think so oh my goodness find it i'm not gonna sing it (laughs) why but (laughs) <laughs> stop, asking. stop asking i don't want my residents to hear me <laughs> i don't want anyone stop. to be like oh my god taylor um, swift goes to belmont <laughs> um anyway y'all know the song if you know the song it was very much like the same feel as all i want by coda line oh, okay and it's like this and it is the perfect montage of like spencer and toby Ooh. we move to all these people can't wait love love, love. cannot wait either. anyway the super quick aria moment she texts spencer asks if like she's heard anything from ren about actually going to see ian um and aria's dad comes in and like offers her a ride to school and they're talking about how things are going to be fun again and whatever um and then mike walks by and his dad is like do you want to ride to school mike says no and Byron asks how the basketball game was. And it's like in front of Aria and Mike says it was great. And Aria even came by and watched a few minutes. And it's like, oh, he's like just completely involving her now in his lie. And she's so just like has no choice. And she just like she doesn't say anything. But she's like kind of nods her head. And so technically she didn't lie. But I don't know. It's um, a sticky sitch. Then we go to Hannah in the kitchen eating the prop apples <laughs> and she wait she has this moment it is my favorite moment maybe of the show so far wow she turns around and she sees that lucas is fucking like oh my god through the window i laugh but at she this turns thing. around with the apple and she's holding it and she goes i can't i'm not gonna be able to describe it but caroline <laughs> can see what i'm doing she's just like and she yeah. is we'll post it she's like holding the apple but then she looks at lucas and she's like <sighs> She like kind of rolls her eyes at him. I don't know. The whole thing's funny with the apple and the reaction. It's Lucas just coming to thank her for what she did with Caleb. And he was like, he was like, you've come a long way from Allie's posse. God, shut the fuck up. Why do you talk like that? Why do you talk like that, Lucas? I hate you. Oh, <laughs> what does happen? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Blacked out. Okay. Um, <laughs> but I meant everything I said, but I also blacked out. So um, he's <laughs> like, You did that for me. There was nothing in it for you. And like, it is true. Like, she like spent, willingly spent time with the man who hurt her the most, who she's like still getting over just to help Lucas. So that was very nice of her. And, and there was nothing in it for her. No, truly. She just wanted to help Lucas. We love it so much. And she's she's Hannah. like, I'm on a roll. I'm on a wellness streak. I'm going to be growing. I'm going to be changing. She goes to therapy. She, literally, she goes. She barges in. Imagine literally, if she goes in an appointment. Caroline wasn't <laughs> kidding. She goes there. When Caroline said she goes to therapy, literally, she actually did. <laughs> Like it was some insane. She goes to the moon. No, literally, she actually went to the moon. 
Yeah, if you can believe <gasps> Wait it. Wait a second. Whoa. Did you see the video? Speaking of space, our favorite place arrived. Never um, heard of it. Did, did you see the video of NASA shooting that thing into an asteroid? No. But, like, the thing is, is that, like, they posted it. It was, like, POV. You're being shot into an asteroid. Because Whoa. it's the camera angle from, like, the actual ship that's flying. And it's so that we, like... If there, I think. Now I didn't actually read any of the articles. Okay, but I of did course. See so you're just making inferences here. Okay. So this is my inference of what we're doing here, mm. NASA. Me and NASA, is <laughs> that we, if there were to be an asteroid being hurled towards Earth, we'd be able to shoot it out of orbit. Okay. That's what I think. <laughs> that's what i think and you know what there are full articles about it that accompany these videos and if i wanted to know if i really wanted to know <laughs> i could read them but i didn't so that's what i think okay i never said i was a freaking scientist and we all know space isn't real so anyway hannah goes so to do therapy. you also think that the moon landing was fake what moon you don't believe in the moon landing what moon <laughs> what moon the moon is a construct. It's a social construct invented by us only so that it was invented a long time ago by us. We could write about it? So that we could write Despicable Me. <laughs> Specifically that that piece of art, that film. Um, okay. I love that movie. The other day I, I love was doing, that movie. They, I, was, I was doing rounds, which is when we have to like walk through the building and make sure nobody's like laying in the hallway upset and <laughs> that's how i look at them okay and i the joy that overcame me when <laughs> i walked past a room and i could hear the despicable me like the music i really thought you were about to say and the joy that came over me when i came across somebody laying down upset in the hall <laughs> <laughs> i love my job <laughs> i love what i do um yeah, Despicable Me is one of my favorites ever. I love it so much. And Despicable Me 2 is also great. Yeah, I didn't see Minions, though. Nor did I. Um, there was like a whole... Oh, actually, no. It was my entire college career. Mom would just send me Minion like care packages constantly. Yeah, it was that and the Sock Monkey for a long, long time. Yeah, yeah, it was. Now it's Tigers. Eclectic and kooky. I like the Tiger thing. I'm good with it. It's, it's the best one we've got. Um, it is ironic. True. Okay. So Hannah goes to therapy and she goes in and she's like, I'm ready to talk. I need to talk. Like she's early. It's not even her appointment. She just goes. And, her and own by volition. early, we mean like a week early. Like a week like early. Like she's just shown up to the, and like imagine. She's Dr. not something Sullivan, you can Sullivan. do in real life. <laughs> Literally. Like I kept waiting for Dr. Sullivan to be like, um. I have I'm another in patient. I'm in the middle of an appointment right now. A very busy woman and I haven't got all day. It won't cost much. Just your voice. <laughs> like she says that are you we're waiting for that anyway hannah sits on the couch <laughs> and we basically get to a point where she's talking to allison and what kills me about dr sullivan is like dr sullivan could just be like pretend uh, I'm allison. yeah but hannah's like in the middle of like talking about, like to allison and dr sullivan's like no 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 talk to allison to allison and like gestures like, okay to the she's not there but maybe chair. she knew again Maybe she's aware her office is haunted. Allie could oh, just come right. back for the exercise. And that's why she costs so much money. 
Her oh, rates are really God. high. Thank goodness you're here. I looked it up. I looked it up. You got um, it. Yeah, at the end, <laughs> Hannah's like, you don't get to reach inside me anymore. Like, we're over. We're done. And I'm so over missing you. <laughs> Ooh, you get her, girl. You get her in the afterlife. Allie has some really fucked up lines. Obviously, like, pretend to Allie, but I'm like, oh, my gosh, Hannah, thank goodness thank you're goodness. here. Because the stuff that you're imagining Allie saying to you is tough well holy freaking moly why the heck is samara at the school i was okay is she not in college no i think she just goes to a different school but oh, also okay. is she not insane y'all are no, not a even little dating bit insane. yet you've been on one date why did i really think she was in college I don't know, you've been did you think that, that for at a all? minute now no but you have been saying it, and I kept wondering why. Why didn't you correct me? Because it didn't seem that important. But now we have a moment for me to correct you. Okay. But what I will say, and something I think that we will have in common in distaste, is Smart's hat uh, seems to be a pattern of people in Emily's life. What is with the hats? What is with the knit, like, beanies, but they're, like, crochet material, and they just, like hang and like sag off the yeah. head i was thinking about how painful like you know how when you're trying to hold something on your head oh and you have God. to do that thing with so your neck uncomfy. and you're yeah. in so much pain especially at the end of the day like why are you doing that to yourself yeah no clue so nothing really happens with samara and emily samara is just basically like you know i bought you time it'll be fine spencer gets the call from ren that they're going to find ian and What's interesting to me is at the end of the call, Ren goes, or, or Spencer's like, I'll meet you there. And Ren's like, but Spencer. And then she hangs up. I want to know what he was going to say. Because yeah. after seeing what has transpired, I'm like, did he know? Like, how, what was he going to say? So Spencer rounds up the girls. They all get in the car. Hannah almost doesn't make it because something freaking crazy happened. Ashley Marin walks through the door and she's like, Hannah, we need to talk. And basically, they have a little fight, and Hannah's like, "Well, the answers I need to get aren't here." Phoebe, are not to talk about no, Doctor no, no. Sullivan? No, I am. I was getting there. That's what the whole fight was about. But at first, Hannah was like, just thought that she was in trouble for she because Mrs. Merrill was like, "We need to talk." And yeah, but Hannah, she doesn't say, "I'm not getting answers till she leaves." Here's what happens: Ashley walks through the door. Whatever. Ashley's like, "What did you talk about in your session? Was it something that somebody wouldn't want Doctor Sullivan to know?" Because Hannah's like. Isn't that supposed to be private? Whatever, whatever. We find out, we know this as the audience beforehand, that Dr. Sullivan's office has been broken into and destroyed. Completely trashed. I thought was quite symbolic of what we talk about in terms of the time-space continuum in this place is that Hannah, or Dr. Sullivan goes to reach down and the only thing she picks up out of the rubble is the broken clock. I thought this was weird too. This like broken, shitty plastic clock. She's like, it's like it's a family heirloom. Like that's how she picks it up. Um, and she looks up at the wall where the clock should be hanging, and it says, "Nosy bitches die." <laughs> I want oh that tattooed god. on my chest. Uh, oh my god! Unfortunately, I did not get a tattoo of that on me this episode. Um, <laughs> but but if I could choose, that would have been one of them. Maybe we should get matching tattoos, Phoebe. Nosy bitches die. Right before the wedding. It's so intense. Right on her sternum. That is such an intense message from A. To someone who it. doesn't even know about A. Holy moly. And then moly. we find out, the police officer says, 
does anybody else have a key here? And she says, no, just me. And the guy goes, well, it wasn't broken into. <laughs> like, the, there was no forced entry. Yeah. So whoever, A, must have cloned the key. And here, well, copied, I guess, would be the word. Anyway, I'm cloned. just such a scientist. Sorry, right, I, I just right, got right, out of right, science right. class. You know, oh, space, everything. science yes. in the brain. So... Basically, it's, I guess Hannah was the last appointment Dr. Sullivan had before she left and this happened. So she immediately calls Hannah's mom and she's like, I guess assuming that, okay, these girls are in more danger than we thought. Like if somebody was listening or like Hannah told me something she shouldn't have said, this happened as a result of my meeting with Hannah, which is kind of like a crazy accusation, but whatever. Yeah, because I have two things to say here. One... It, to me, I was like, wait a second, are we... At first, I was like, are we accusing Hannah of breaking in and doing I know, I thought that's what was this? happening, too. My second question is, like, looking back at Hannah's meeting, like, I didn't think that she really talked about that much that was no super telling. And I don't think we Dr. Must Sullivan have missed something. questioned her all that much about, like, yeah, what was going on. Well, it's, like, it's not like she was talking about A, she was talking about Allison. Yeah. Which it's, I mean, I guess whatever they want us to believe that A is Allison. I don't know. So Ashley's like, well, you need to tell me what's going on because if the police, like if she calls the police, they're going to ask a lot more questions. And that's when Hannah says, but I need answers and I'm not getting them here. And she leaves. So all the girls are in Spencer's car. They're driving. They're following Ren and Melissa. Ren and Melissa stop. And it looks like they're at this like abandoned house. So Ren and Melissa get out of the car and they go up towards the house and all the other girls follow them. And they're like, okay, there's no turning back now. Like, you know, I'm worried about Melissa, whatever. They don't have any signal. They're worried about, you know, Aria goes, I have 911 on speed dial. It's like, okay, that's well, it's the three point numbers. So like, it just is speed dial. Yeah. Oh, like, so it's kind of, it's kind of a dangerous number to have on dangerous speed dial. Thing to have on speed dial. I know. God, the worst was when I'd be babysitting and the kid would take my phone and call 911. So embarrassing. Just to like see what happened. And I'd have to, they'd call back too. Like if you hang up, they call you back. Anyway. So th- while the girls are walking towards the house, they hear Melissa scream. She's gone into the house and left run outside. So Spencer runs in and like, very disturbing what they find inside the house they find ian's dead body his hand has a gun in it as if a trigger warning um trigger warning suicide because it like it appears that he's died by suicide and he wrote a suicide note that also confesses to killing allison crazy and it's in a's handwriting we should It's also signed come find me Um, insane you're dead dude but it also looks like the body's been there a while so it's like who was texting melissa well this is where the interesting wrinkle comes before Mm -hmm. we get to that wrinkle i just want to discuss above all aria's reaction to seeing ian's body it's as if number one she's like wants everybody know that she's gonna throw up but also she is reacting in a way where she is begging for someone to be like, oh, no, it's okay. It's okay. Begging. She wants to be comforted so bad. It's a way she, too much. She wants to be comforted. Ren is comforting Melissa. Then Spencer shows up and Melissa looks at Spencer like she's 50 head. She's like, what the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> it looks like she's about to say that. But then but Spencer, Spencer just has like, like a sweet mode of just hugging her. Ugh. I know. But then here's our wrinkle. Ooh, we go to our A scene. 
It's a good one. A this is, is a good one. outside the whole time, like as they're inside How finding Ian's body. How fucking creepy. Horrible. And she, he goes, she, he, whatever, goes into the car, Spencer's car, and puts Ian's cell phone into Spencer's bag. Oh my God. Why How did Spencer leave the window down? Always. Why uh, are not that we I think not it would matter. using our brains? A it probably matter, has double like, sets. It's just one of those but things where I'm like, huh? Then the A scene continues. We go back into the barn area, whatever it's called, and we see, we pan up and we see that there are like four horseshoes above the door. One's missing. And it's freshly missing. So that is the horseshoe that was at the pawn shop that A gave to the guy, I guess, in exchange for the ring. Or like that's what the guy gave to Spencer when she went back to buy it. So... That seems to be what was left there in place of the ring. And so we're really just connecting all the dots and pretty much tells us A is responsible or knew about something with Ian's murder or death or we don't know. We don't right. know. We don't know. So that's what our, we don't know. We don't ask questions you don't know the answer to. Don't ask questions you don't know the answer to. All right, Phoebe, would you like to read next week's synopsis? <laughs> Okay, fuck you. <laughs> yes, it's looking like we are at Ian's funeral. And these elf, I was actually like excited that we had another funeral attire episode. Spencer's giving Pride and Prejudice. Yeah, tied with like Carmen from Spy Kids. Tied with like Kira Knightley from Pirates of the Caribbean. Kira Knightley in both of those. Oh, wow. True. So true. And okay. Hannah has a hat on. Like a 20s like a Kentucky like Derby flapper. hat. <laughs> oh. And her dress is leather. Emily looks like Good she's in the her. same outfit from Allison's funeral. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so season two, episode five, The Devil You Know. As the shocking news about Ian makes the rounds through Rosewood, Arya, Emily, Hannah, Spencer, and their families all try to cope with the outcome and some much needed closure. Because at this point, everybody's like, oh my gosh, we solved the murder. Think again, Rosewood. Think again. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to season two, episode four of the Pretty Little Podcast. Uh, love you so much. Don't forget to rate, like, follow, subscribe, tell your friends, all of it. Um, and we will see you next week. week. Whoa. Okay. Option. Up. We kind of harmonized there. Okay. Okay. Bye. <laughs>